0: Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, silver!
1: Let's go, big fellow! i silver!
0: The expansion of the railroad was generally a signal to shrewd operators in the West. Those who had advanced knowledge of the plans tried in various ways to cash in on their knowledge. The Lone Ranger had exploded a number of underhanded schemes that were based on the railroad's expansion. News that new tracks were to be laid through the town of Little Falls took the masked man and Tonto to the community. It was after dark when they neared town, and they saw Dan Reed coming to meet them.
2: Oh, Silver, oh, oh, boy, oh, boy, Captain, oh, oh steady. steady, oh, oh, steady oh.
1: Oh, boy. Dan, did you have any trouble?
2: No, but I saw something curious, and I thought you should know about it before you rode into town.
1: Oh, uh, what you see?
2: It was dark when I rode in. How long ago? About forty five minutes. Victor was dry, so I took him to the water trough in front of the store. Yes? Right across the street there's a two story building.
1: They call it the city building. It holds the sheriff's office, the tax assessor's office, and the rest of the
2: city officials. And jail room there. Do you know what office is on the east side of the first floor? The tax and land office. Why? Well, while I stood next to Victor, I saw a light in there.
1: Well, with the railroad coming through here, there's probably a lot of extra work to be
2: done. But it wasn't that kind of a light. What do you mean? It wasn't lamp light. It was a dim light wondered about it so I went over and looked in the window.
1: Yes? Uh, what you see?
2: There was a candle on the floor right next to the safe and the safe was open. It's robbery? That's what I thought at first, Tano. Then I saw that a man had taken a big ledger from the safe. He was squatting on the floor writing something in the ledger.
1: That's curious.
2: That's what I thought.
1: Would you know the man if you saw him again?
2: I'm sure I would. He wore a sheriff's badge. He did? Yes.
1: Sheriff Rogers not in town now. Him in Madison
2: County. It must have been a deputy's badge I saw. Possibly. Why would he sneak into the land office at night? I don't know. I... If he were on the level, he'd have lighted the lantern, wouldn't he? It
1: would seem so, Dan. Uh, maybe it's good idea we watch, deputy, huh? Uh, that wouldn't be easy, Todd. The
2: sheriff's office and the land office are in the same building.
1: Yes, I know.
2: In I... fact, there's nothing between them but a little cell with barred windows.
1: To hold troublemakers. Now, Kemosabe. Yes? Maybe that good place to be. The jail? Ah. The there maybe here Plenty. Otto, that might not be a bad idea.
0: The deputy sheriff was a man named Paulson. On the morning after the masked man heard Dan Reed's strange story, Paulson sat at the desk
1: of the absent sheriff. He faced an Easterner who represented the railroad. I may as well tell you right now, Mr. Gibson. It won't be easy to get the land that Ox Butler owns. Easy or not, Paulson. I must have that land. If it's a matter of money... Money talks. But it'll take more than money to get Butler's land. In fact, if you was to call on him direct, you wouldn't get it at any price. That's what you told me yesterday. Fact is, I'm just about the only man that can handle this for you. I appreciate your offer to help me. Sharks, I'm glad to do it. I'm a progressive man. I'm strong for seeing the railroad go through here. I've told you how we set a price for the land we need. Ten uh, percent it... over the assessed value, ain't it? That's right. Well, that's a fair price. I suppose you know that the assessments around here are pretty high. They are? Well, I don't see why. higher the assessment, the higher the taxes. We need tax money. So we've got high value on the land. Well, I'll stand by my offer. What's the value of the butler land? Well, I don't know. i have to look it up. Uh- Doesn't the sheriff have charge of assessments and tax collections? Well, sure. I suppose the sheriff would know offhand what the value of any piece of land might be. But he ain't here. And uh, might not be back for weeks. Oh. Just leave things to me. I've already sent one of the other deputies over to speak to Butler. You told me you'd handle this personally. Don't worry. When we come to the showdown, I'll handle it personal. I just wanted to sound Butler out. See what he had to say about selling his land. Oh. Don't you worry. Just go back to the hotel and wait till you hear from me. Very well. I'll... Wait. What's going on out there? Looks like trouble of some sort. Hey! That
2: Indian! Get him!
1: Hold it! That wild Indian! Stand right him. where you are. Get your hands you. up. Up with him, you hear me?
2: Uh, hold that Indian. He's after me. He won't do anything now. Me you. Me get Shut up. you. Quiet. Why is he after you? He saw me standing near his horse. He yelled at me and started chasing me. Oh, he did, Oh, huh? me only. Quiet. But, Sheriff, he'll get me as soon as he can. You a stranger in town? Yes. If you can only hold him here until I can get away. I'll hold him. You not lock me
1: in jail. Don't you tell me what to do. Get in that room. That room jail? Uh, Keep you out of trouble for a time. Let me see if you're packing a smoke rod. Uh, You let... Wait a minute. All right. Get in there. Uh, Me not break law? I'm going to make sure that
2: you don't. You'll be harmless now, young fellow. Golly, thanks for helping me, Sheriff. That's all right. You'd better get out of town as soon as you can. You'll hold that Indian for the rest of the day at least, won't you? I reckon so. But don't let the grass grow under your feet. No, sir, I won't.
1: You let me out of jail. you got no right to hold me here. Me not, break law. Save your breath, Redskin. You're here till I feel like turning you loose. Hi, Paulson. Hmm? Oh, hello, Grant. Come in. Shake hands with Mr. Gibson on the railroad.
0: Howdy, Mr. Gibson.
1: Deputy Grant, Mr. Gibson. Glad to know you, Grant. He's a man I sent to talk to, Ox Butler. Oh, I see you've got a prisoner. What did the end do? I don't mean not do anything. I'm holding him so he can't make trouble. What's the charge against him? No charge. But, gosh, Paulson, you know what Sheriff Rogers said about throwing men in jail without cause. I'm sheriff until Rogers gets back. I'll do as I see fit. But I think that Grant, you're, you're a new deputy. Don't question what I do. No, sir. Did you see Ox Butler? Yes, I saw him. He sure is a big man. Did you speak to him about selling his land? Yes, I spoke about it. What'd he say? Well, he hit the ceiling. Hmm. Yeah, I thought he would. When he got through raving and cussing, he said he wouldn't sell. Huh? that's what I feared. There's no chance to get that land, Paulson. Perhaps I should have gone to see him personally. Well, you hadn't better. Why not? Well, he said that he'd be waiting with his rifle for anyone who tried to take his land away from him. Maybe he didn't understand that I planned to pay a fair price. Oh, yes, he did. Well, he'd better watch what he says. It don't do to threaten the law. I'll call on him. I'll get in touch with you, Mr. Gibson. Very well. You just go back to the hotel and wait there till you hear from me. But if you think there's no chance, Sure, I... there's a chance. We need the railroad. I'm hanged if I'll let a critter like Butler stand between our town and the railroad. You just wait at the hotel. I'll get in touch with you. Very well. Good day. Goodbye. Glad to have met you, Grant. Same, Mr. Gibson. Sit down there, Grant. Thanks. Did you tell Butler it's the law that he'd have to sell his outfit for $2,000 and clear off to make room for the railroad? Yes, I told him that. What'd he say? I told you he said no. That all? He said that he owned the land and his taxes were paid and his crops were planted and he wouldn't move for the whole U.S. Army. I see. sure was mad. Someday his temper will make trouble for him. He'd shoot to defend his land. Said he couldn't be made to sell, huh? That's right. Well, we'll see about that. I may call on him myself. You? Yeah. But he'll throw... He it. won't do nothing to me. He's got to sell that land. He can't stand in the way of progress. Seems to me the railroad could go around this place, or or they could buy a strip oh, of... Oh, that ain't the way the railroad does business. If Mr. Gibson don't get Butler's land, there won't be a railroad through here. Oh, but what can you do about it? Well, Grant, you're a smart young fella. You've got the makings of a right fine lawman. Thanks, Paulson. I'm next in line to be sheriff, and when I get Roger's job, I'll see that you get a pretty good post. That'll be fine. I trust you. That's why. Golly, I'm going to tell you something, and I wouldn't want it to go any further. No, sir. You tight-lipped. You bet. Well, I aim to serve a notice on Ox Butler. First, I'll call on him. If that don't do the trick, I'll serve him a notice. I'll keep that under your hat. <laughs>
0: Soon after the scene in the sheriff's office, Dan Reed rode hard to the small camp where the lone ranger was waiting.
2: Whoa, Victor. Whoa, boy. Whoa, Victor.
0: Whoa.
1: did the plan work, Dan?
2: Great. The deputy put Tano in jail. I waited where I could watch the window. When I saw Tano's signal, I went over and picked up the note he had dropped out. Good. I didn't take time to read the note. I came right here with it. All right, Dan. It was a deputy named Paulson that I saw in the land office. Hmm. He's in charge while Sheriff Rogers is away.
1: Trying to help the railroad men get Butler's ranch. Oh? Sent a young deputy, Grant, to call on Butler. Butler refused to sell.
2: He doesn't have to sell his land, does he?
1: Depends on circumstances, Dan.
2: If Butler owns his land. I don't see how he can be put off.
1: Tondo's note also says that Paulson is going to take Butler's land in one way or another. Oh, golly. We still don't know why Paulson made secret entries in that land office ledger. No. Paulson is going to call on Butler. Here, Silver.
2: Where are
1: we going? To Ox Butler's Ranch. He's a fella. He's a Monsilver. Come on, Victor. Oh, Monsilver. He's a Oh, Victor. Oh, Victor. we we'll <laughs> Is that Ox Butler's Ranch? Yes, yeah, Dan. Leave the horses here in the trees.
2: I think Paulson is here ahead of us. There's someone on the porch with Butler and his wife. It's a little far to recognize him, but I think it's Paulson.
1: You we'll close in and try to hear what's being said without letting them see us.
3: Ox, please take it easy. Don't let your You keep out of to...
1: this, Jean. After all, Butler, Paulson, you... you heard what I said. I ain't leaving my range. There's no use you trying to go against the law, Butler. I don't give three shakes what the law is. According to my law, this is my land and my house, and I don't have to get for no man.
3: Oh, now, Ox, Deputy Paulson knows the law. It's his duty to... I ain't
1: the... selling. Now, Paulson, you get. Landowners have certain responsibilities, Butler. There's things you've got to do if you want to hold the land. There is, and I've done them. I built fences, cleared timber, built my house, cleaned out the water holes, busted the sod, turned the ground and planted the crops. I paid the taxes and done all it was asked for. During the whole time, I kept my rifle handy to fight off redskins. Ox. I fought for this land, and I'll keep on fighting for it. I won't sell for the excess value, or 10% over, or 20% over. Now, get her, I'll start shooting. Butler, I'll have to serve a dispossess notice on you. You can't. It ain't legal. You telling me the law? I'm telling you this. If anybody comes to dispossess me, he'll get a bullet in his hide. You won't shoot a lawman, Ox. I won't, uh, huh? You talk big when a showdown comes, you won't have the nerve. Don't have the nerve? Why, Please, you...
3: Please, Ox, don't say any more.
1: You send a man here with a notice and he'll go out horizontal. That Paulson is a promise.
0: The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. To continue our story. That night, while the Lone Ranger and Dan prepared to ride into town, they heard the familiar sound of Tonto's horse.
2: I'm sure that scout.
1: Yes, it is, Dan. The
2: deputy sheriff must have let Tonto go.
1: I hope so. It'll save us the trouble of going in and taking him from the cell.
2: I see him. It is Tonto.
1: Were you released or did you escape? Fellow, let Tonto go. Paulson does have some good qualities, then. Him not want her. Him have to. How's that, Tonto?
2: why do he have to let you go, Tonto?
1: Well, him want to talk to a name named Grant. Them make talk. Then Paulson look at Dora's cell. Him say, maybe better no one hear him talk. Then he turns you out, huh? That's right. You get note from Tonto? Yes, we were at the Butler Ranch when Paulson was there. Paulson practically guaranteed that Butler would shoot the next man who calls on him. Oh.
2: We watched the trail all afternoon, but no one showed up.
1: A fella named Grant go there in morning. Grant? That right. Him go take paper. The dispossessed notice. I'd like to see that paper. Why? Because there's no legal way that Butler can be dispossessed. If Paulson serves a notice, he's stepping beyond his authority. Well, him send Grant with notice. Say,
2: Butler will shoot Grant. He'll shoot him.
1: I wonder if that's what Paulson wants. Here's the notice, Grant. All right, Paulson. All sealed up, official. Yes, sir. Now, uh, you may have trouble with Butler, but remember, the law's on your side. This is your first important assignment as a deputy. See that you prove your worth. I'll do my best. Get up there. Come on, Silver. Looks like Butler sent someone to meet me. Looks like trouble, old horse. Rain up! Oh, oh boy, oh. I want to talk to you. Rain up and high, Strimmer, i fire. Put that gun down. Hose oh, oh, Ho, oh, oh, I've got, oh, got oh. to cover all three of you. Don't oh, misjudge us because I'm masked.
2: Yeah. We want to help you, Grant. Who
1: are you? Are you going to serve a notice on Butler? What if I am? I want to see the notice. Yeah? Well, you'll have to get past my six gun before you see anything. Well, that won't be hard. You. Why, you, oh, you're concerned. down. You were slow, weren't you, Grant? No, but you. You can pick up your gun when we finish talking. Now, uh, give me that notice. You're interfering with the law. I doubt it. I suppose Ox Butler sent you out to meet me, huh? No. Is the document in this pocket. Get away from me. Ready? You... Uh, this looks like what I'm uh, after. Keep an eye on him, Tonto. may have another weapon. Tonto? You're the one that was in the jail yesterday. Isn't that right? See here, I I don't savvy this. There may be other things you'll not understand. You can't tear that envelope open. That's a legal Easy, document. easy, Grant. Oh. Did Paulson tell you what this was? It's an order to dispossess. The strangest one I've ever seen. Look at it. Uh, Huh? Here. Blank paper? Well, of all... Grant, I I think you're on the level. I, I wonder why he sent me out with a blank paper. Perhaps I can tell you. I sure wish somebody would tell me. Blank paper would serve the same purpose as anything else. You'll get no chance to serve a notice on Butler. Why not? He'd meet you with Gunfire. You or he would go down. That's what Paulson wanted. He wanted me shot? I think he wants Butler out of the way. Doesn't matter whether you shoot him or he hangs for shooting you. If I thought that was the case, We're I We're going to find out. What do you mean? You're going to be my prisoner. What? Take him, Toto. Rope get him. Are no, you struggling, Grant? You'll hang for this. You'll hang for making a prisoner of a lawman. Get the rope on him, Tonto. Take it easy, Grant. This may save a couple of lives. Well, I'm going to call on Butler in your place. Otto, you know what you're going to do. Dan will stay here with Grant. Uh, you take big risks when you go see Ox Butler. You see this mask, Tonto, said the big fella. He won't think I represent the law. Come on, Silver. I came to see you, butler. State your business. Put your rifle down. You're not going to shoot me. I'm not from the sheriff's office. Who are you? I have something to show you. A legal notice. A sheet of blank paper. Blank paper? Deputy Paulson is trying to put over a crooked deal. I want to get him for it. I need your help. What's that about a blank paper? See for yourself. Paulson told you he was sending a man here with a dispossessed notice. He did. He did. You'd seen a lawman, you'd have opened fire before you found out that the paper was blank. You'd have been held for murder. Well, I'll be. Who are you? Let me tell you something. Paulson lied to you. There's no legal way to put you off this farm. Lied, did he? Yes. Now, will you help me find out what's back of this game? I'll do this much. Now, listen to your plans. Start talking.
0: In the meantime, Paulson sat in the sheriff's office with the railroad representative.
1: There's the assessment, Gibson. You can see for yourself what the Butler land is worth. That's mighty high. I told you the assessments ran high around here. Well, I've got to have it. All right, then, I'll get it for you. I'll buy it, and you can buy it from me. I don't know how you can get Butler to sell. Leave that to me. I've sent one of my men to speak to Butler. When he gets back. Someone just rained up outside. Maybe Grant is back you back here again indian what do you want plenty of trouble at butler place trouble what's happened you you better go there fast right shall i go with you oh i'll see you when i get back you indian has anything happened to my deputy grant Ah, uh, plenty happened i was afraid of that butler's overstepped he's fired on grant he's killed him paulson are you sure and i'll lay odds on it well butler will hang for this hey bart call me paulson yeah come here we've got to pick up a killer what's that you said about a killer butler Ox Butler. Come on. You can wait right there in the office, Mr. Gibson. Very well. Make yourself at home. <laughs> what are you laughing at? And <laughs> uh, maybe you go with Tonto, huh? We go to Butler Place. Maybe learn plenty. Paulson told me to wait here. Uh, we go to Butler Place. Oh. You mean to take me there, whether I'm willing or not. Is that it? That's right. Very well. We'll go. Let's look over there near the porch. Uh, Why, well, that's Grant stretched out on the ground. There's Butler, sitting on the steps as calm as you please. Come on, Bart. Better have our guns handy. You're covered, Butler. Get your hands up. Don't move or we'll shoot. I ain't moving, am I? You're under arrest. Yeah. For what? For shooting Grant. We're taking you in. If you resist, we'll drill you. I guess you know what happens to killers. Ain't you taking a lot for granted? Who says I shot the deputy? That point'll argue in court if you live to get to court. There's a doubt of that, huh, Paulson? There's a plenty of doubt. Somewhere between here and the jail, you'll make a break to escape, and I'll let you have it. I reckon it'd be the same, even if I didn't make a break to escape. Wouldn't it, Paulson? What What do you mean? You're mighty anxious to see me dead, ain't you? You keep them covered, Bart. I'm going inside and see Mrs. Butler. Maybe she can tell me a few things. She won't testify against me, Paulson. I'll see about that. Mrs. Butler. I'm sorry about this.
3: Is it true that you'll take Ox to the jail, Mr. Paulson?
1: Reckon I'll have to do it, ma'am. I'm sorry.
3: Uh, I suppose the penalty for murder is hanging, isn't it?
1: It is if Ox is convicted. It'll take a lot of cash to get a lawyer that can convince a jury that he shot in self-defense or something like that.
3: But we have no cash. Everything's on this farm.
1: Well, this ain't a good time to talk business, ma'am, but you're going to need cash, and this is a time to get it. What do you mean? I told Ox the railroad wanted this place. You said it could be taken away from you. Oh, there's still a chance to sell it. But you'll have to work fast. Or maybe I can help you. Oh,
3: Mr. Paulson, how could you help?
1: Well, you see, Mrs. Butler, as soon as I heard what happened here, I wrote out a paper for you and Ox to sign. Uh, A paper? Uh, Here it is. Takes both signatures, yours and your husband's, to deed this place to me.
3: This, this is a bill of sale?
1: That's right. I'll pay $2,000 in cash for this land.
3: But that's not enough. Ox wouldn't sell for that. I think
1: he'll sell when he realizes how bad he's going to need the cash.
3: There's no use signing this until Ox is ready. You'd
1: better sign it. So as I can give you my deal in writing. It's all fixed up here, you see? I might change my mind about it if you wait.
3: So you want to buy this land for $2,000.
1: Right. Uh, just a minute. Uh, wh- what the... Him, Gibson. I'm with wh- you. Gibson, you here? Uh, me fetch him. You. He made you an offer, didn't he, Mrs.
3: Butler? You could hear in the next room, couldn't you? Yes. What kind
1: of an offer? What are you doing here, Gibson? Quiet, Paulson. Gibson just arrived, Paulson. He didn't hear all of the conversation between you and Mrs. Butler. He'll be interested in it.
3: Paulson had this document with him. He wanted to buy this farm for $2,000. Two
1: $2,000? Is that the assessed value?
3: Yes, it is.
1: Paulson, Let's you... let have t- the truth, Paulson. Didn't you change the figures in the tax ledger? You showed me that this land was assessed for three times that amount. Well, I... You I, sneaked into the office at night and changed the figures. So that's why you wouldn't let me talk directly to Butler. You wanted the land, Gibson. I was trying to get it for you. For yourself. So you could resell at a huge profit. Are you going to take the word of a masked man instead of me? I think I am. Indian explained a few things on the way here.
3: And the masked man explained a few things to me. That's why I listened to you, Paulson. All right,
1: then. I was trying to help you. Now, by thunder, James Butler, ox can hang, and I won't lift a finger to help him. He talking about hanging me? Uh, I am. Paulson, Granny ain't hurt at all. What? Do I look like I was hurt? You... I saw you sprawl in the ground. Yep, the masked man said it'd be a good idea if I stretched out there. The Indians had something had happened. It did. The redskin and the masked man captured me. They wanted to find out what you were up to. And they did. You were trying to incite murder.
3: Trying to make Ox sell his land.
1: Trying to stick the railroad for $6,000 for this land. $6,000 plus 10%. It's worth every cent of it. The idea of offering a third of that for this farm. I don't blame you for not selling at the price Paulson quoted, Butler. Nor for any price. This is my house. Keep your house. My straight. crops are planted. Well, did, did Paulson tell you that I wanted all of the land and the house? Everything you have. Well, what do you want? Room for railroad tracks, that's all. And I can keep the house? Of course, and all the cropland. Paulson, you dirty double-dealing liar. He oh. <laughs> yeah, had that coming. Well, I quite agree. Let's clear out this house, Gibson. Looks to me like we can come to terms. You two, Grant and Bart, take Paulson out and douse his head. Grab his feet, Bart. <clears throat> I'd like to douse his head permanently.
3: The masked man and in the Indian went out a minute ago, Ox. They
1: did? I see them out there. They've met a boy... Why, he's the one who...
3: His name's Dan Reed.
1: Yes, but he's the one who wanted Tonto put in jail.
3: (laughs) Those three work in strange ways, don't they, Mr. Gibson?